Weird. Uh, so we're here. We just saw the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at the cinema, and we're here to review it. Um, yeah. What? Um, yeah. That's what we're here to do. Um, <laughs> I just, no, I just, I have so many mixed feelings uh, about the film. Um, well, let's let's just jump right into it. Um, going into it, I know that you had some some. Reservations, some apprehensions. I, I did. I did. Um, was uh, not excited about seeing it, even a little bit. Um, I just felt like uh, the... the uh, I, I bought into all the internet hype of it just being, you know, the worst thing, and, and I don't really care for Michael Bay. I don't mind when he does Transformers movies, just because I feel like those are just... I want to eat popcorn and see shit blow up for, you know, three hours. Um, that's how I spend the time at cinema when I see a Michael Bay film. Um, but even those I'm not, you know, a huge fan of. Uh, so Ninja Turtles is just such a personal thing for me because I love Ninja Turtles. They're one of my favorite characters as a child. Uh, so for me, I really wanted to make sure things were done right. Uh, and we've talked about this before, but I've definitely had a bit of resolve, uh, over the, the last couple of days and just kind of realizing that, you know what? That movie, however much I love it, however much nostalgia I have for it, uh, the movie was not made for me. The movie was made for children. It was made for all the kids that are going to go out and buy all the shit that's going to come out with the movie. Uh, I'm not going to do any of that. Uh, so clearly they didn't make the movie for me. Uh, so once I found that resolve, I thought, you know what, just me being a nerd, me being a lover of cinema... Um, I have to go see this movie just on principle uh, and sheer curiosity. All right. Uh, now, I did not uh, share your level of, of apprehension, um, you know, of the, 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 the new look of the Turtles. I know everyone threw a big hissy fit about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not, not crazy about it, but uh, I don't hate it. You know, what? Uh, and it wasn't distracting. You, you, uh, from the trailers and from, again, internet hype, you would think that that new look, uh, would make you not be able to pay attention to anything other than the new look. Uh, but it really wasn't. You got over it pretty quick, I, I felt mean, like. you know, turtles have nostrils, so <laughs> why shouldn't they? <laughs> like you do. Exactly. Um. So, you know, so I didn't really see a problem with that. And then, of course, there was all this, you know, Michael Bay is going to, is going to destroy my childhood, he's going to ruin everything. And, uh, you know, a lot of times it's true. But in this particular instance, I knew that he wasn't directing. Right. And, and I know, again, you and I have had this, this discussion before where you thought, well, producers have a lot of sway. Sometimes they do. In this particular instance, yes, I feel he definitely was the reason that Megan Fox was cast in this right. film. Absolutely. But, but having seen it, there is very little Michael Bayness. That's true. To this movie. That, that is very true. There was no um, orange tint to anyone. No. Nobody, no. Nobody was moist. <laughs> For no reason at all. <laughs> 
There was no desert scenes. <laughs> no. no. Surprisingly, the turtles did not have to hunt anything down in the desert. It's nope. so weird. Um, yeah, so uh, we, I guess we can get into the film. So that's, those are my, you know, apprehensions going into the movie. Uh, but uh, So I decided, you know what, we're just going to do it. We're going to watch it, get it out of the way. Um, I did not hate it. Uh, and that was my goal going into the film. Um, I wanted to hate this movie so much, uh, but I, I didn't hate it. The uh, the ten year old boy living inside of me, not with me. That's um, um, sorry, I, I that's, did, that's weird. Bit of a crowbar separation there. <laughs> um, the the child in me uh, truly enjoyed the film. Like if if I was ten years old and I did want to go out and buy all the action figures. And, uh, you know, I wanted the, the car and the, the clothes and the, all of that. Um, this movie succeeds in being a great child's film uh, to kind of reinvent. Uh, not even reinvent, because it, it kind of keeps pretty true, I, I think, a bit to the story. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's got little nods here and there. There's some weird shit that they do to try to make humans be important in a movie. But that's a Michael Bay thing, though. That's where that's where I think uh, Michael Bay came in and said, "Hey, can we make April O'Neil just an integral part of everything that happens?" Uh, that's a Michael Bay thing because he needs humans to be important for I, some I, reason. I, I do agree. I will say uh, this was uh, you know everyone was like, "Oh, Megan Fox, it's a terrible decision," and. You know, I, I could take it or leave it. Um, I mean, she's she's good to look at. But uh, two things. One, I think this was the most normal I've ever seen her because it, it was not directed by Michael Bay. Right. So she didn't have this glossy sheen about her. <laughs> she actually looked normal almost, you know. Yes, that's true. And um, But also the writing of the character, aside from, you know, again, we're, we're not we're not going to do spoilers. I think. Uh, all right. Yeah, no, that's, we were that's able not... to do it last time all right, yeah, without that's... the spoilers. I think we can get through. We did Guardians uh, without spoilers. All right, we get I think this. we can do it. But, uh, but the character, I mean, aside from, like you mentioned, the integral part of the, the plot, it, it was just a, just a poorly written character, I feel. Yeah, no, I agree. You're supposed to be I, a great I felt reporter like, and you don't get that. Yeah, no, I felt like they, uh, again, it, it's a very Michael Bay character arc where, you know, you have a human that's, you know, downtrodden, they're, they're not respected in, in their normal life, and then they encounter these extraordinary things, and all of a sudden, they're the most important part. And and you do kind of get that with this April O'Neil situation. Um, and it, it's just not, there's no reason for it at all. Uh, it, it really is just to move her along in the movie and have her just be with the turtles wherever they're at. That's really the only reason that exists. Um, but I will say, for me, the highlight of the film that I think really made it uh, was the turtles themselves. Yes. Um, the the dynamic of the turtles, they kept very true to form. Uh, everybody's attitude and, you know, character, you know, Michelangelo's the, the party guy, Leonardo's the leader, Donatello's the brainiac, Raphael's the tortured, angsty teenager. On steroids. Oh, on steroids, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like twice the size of the rest of the turtles. He's, he works out. He was ripped. Um, but no, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed all of them. So he, all of their banter, however, you know, black, I guess they were trying to be. Um, it, it did have a bit of an urban vibe, but you know what? And and at first that bothered me, but then I started thinking, well, yeah, of course, because all white suburban kids want to be urban, so naturally, that's what they're going to try to do, right? 
Well, and and I feel like the the turtles are constantly being reinvented. You know, if you look at the uh, the eighties cartoon, they were they were all very much like more like a surfer, right? Like a, like yeah, a Southern right. California surfer type in New York, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, and then in in the in the old movies, they were they really just came across. I felt more like white teenagers, yeah, as turtles, yeah, right? You know, martial arts wielding. Yeah, like you do. Green, um, white guys. <laughs> so, yeah. It, but it wasn't, again, it was another one of those things that, that wasn't necessarily distracting. You can, uh, the those characters were written very, very well, I felt like. And you, yes. you get the sense of, yes, these are four brothers. Um, they're, they're clearly teenagers uh, who uh, are, are just kind of wrestling with, you know, being mutants and teenagers and being ninjas and whatever. Um, but you do get their banter and their, uh, every time they're together and, you know, doing whatever, they are the highlight of the film. Um, so that I actually really enjoyed everything they do together. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. For, for a film being called The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right. It, you would think. They were very, very well done. <laughs> actually, no, I think Will Arnett was my favorite part of the film. <laughs> Just a random camera guy there to crack jokes. I, I will say he gets a special honorable mention. His character was, was very, very funny and uh, sort of heroic, you know. Yeah, but there's no reason for him to be in the film. No. But he just was. I mean, I, I remember the character from uh, from the cartoon, you know, April's cameraman, right. who was much more useless yeah. in the cartoon right. than uh, Will Arnett's character was. Um, do, do we talk about Splinter? Yes. Uh, badass. Right. He is, uh, I said this when we were sitting in the cinema, uh, but I said he is the Yoda fight of the Attack of the Clones in Attack of the Clones. That's what he yes. is. He's that part. Yes. And and I, when I was going into this, so the one apprehension that I did have was that I knew that it was going to be all CG effects. Yes. All motion capture. Whereas, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of the older films where they used uh, practical effects and right. suits and they, they looked good. Um, but I will say the big benefit to having that CG and motion capture is that you can have one of the most awesome battles with yes. Splinter in the universe, because, you know, the puppet that they used in the old films, he couldn't do anything except hobble about. Right. <laughs> Which is mostly what he did yeah. in both films. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> how did how did this one teach you? Right. Uh, and even to... even when they, they kind of show, uh, in the old films, when they kind of show him practicing uh, Ninja yeah, 2, even then I'm kind of like, oh, you're in a birdcage, mate. I don't think you're really doing a whole lot. Uh, but no, in this one... But well, um, he was also a rat. Right, exactly. He wasn't even right. mutated. Yeah, he was just, just a rat. a normal rat. Practicing martial arts. I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's even... Please. It's still ridiculous in this film. But yes. you do get to see uh, why he is splintered. Like, you get to see that he is uh, clearly uh, more advanced than they are in, in certain aspects. Yes. You, you get why he's the sensei and the father. Uh, and he. you finally get to see them and, him square off against Shredder, which is... And, Epic. <laughs> and despite what we've learned from the Karate Kid, you can learn martial arts from a book. You, you can. Very uh, well. I, I was uh, surprised. Uh, I yeah. might start taking ninjutsu. I'm I, might, just... I might just go hang out in the sewers. You know, just, yeah. a, just a copy of the ancient art of ninjutsu That's floating all you around. That's all you, it's just like doing yoga poses. You just eventually get there. Apparently. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Um, la one I, last thing I do want to mention. Sorry. Yes. Uh, but I do want to talk about Shredder. 
feel like uh, we have right, to... I've got one more note about oh, right. Splinter before we move on to oh, Shredder. Yes. It's just that uh, I, I appreciate the, uh, the one of the other versions of yeah, I think the cartoon tackled it. And I can't recall if it's actually the comic book was this way or not. But where, it, where Splinter was an actual human martial artist oh, yeah. who was hanging have, around with rats who got mutated and that's what the mutagen it caused whatever you were around to take on those properties so the turtles right. were hanging around human splinter and they became humanoid whereas he was around a lot of rats and it turned him into a, a rat but that's how he knew the martial arts and could train them mm. makes a bit more sense a little bit uh, but then but, again but, I, they don't explain how they all know how to speak Yes, um, because but then again, they're they're giant teenage mutant ninja turtles, right. so I guess yes. I'm putting a little too much thought into it. <laughs> you know. So anyway, Shredder. Yes, another character uh, I was set on hating. Yes, um, but the, the trailer the, makes him look almost immobile. Well, we kind of made him look like the Silver Samurai from yeah, a bit, the Wolverine. Right? Yeah, just and it didn't come across that way at all. No, not at all. Um, I, and I, I remember watching the trailer and thinking, so he just throws knives now. That's it. That's what the Shredder does. Um, which he does a bit. But it's not... Uh, again, it's one of those things that's not distracting. I don't think it takes away from the character. Personally, I don't think there was enough Shredder. I thought he was kind of a bit of a side character. Yeah, I would agree um, with that. I, I would have liked to have seen him be a bit more developed, a bit more menacing. He does have some moments... Um, but f- overall, I felt like... Uh, and for all those of you that were, were afraid, based on the internet, right. that they were going to ruin your shredder with a white guy... They do not. They do not do that. Yeah, you're, you're so safe. Rest it's, assured. It's all right. Uh, that's the one spoiler I will tell you. Yes. It's, shredder is not white. And that's... If, if we're spoiling that for you, you probably shouldn't be seeing this Yeah, I'm, I'm very sorry. <laughs> uh, but no, he is very mobile. Yes, uh, and and uh, definitely, uh, definitely a formidable foe is uh, what I was trying to say there. This is true. Um, but yeah, he moves around a bit, a lot actually, and uh, is very effective with his suit. Um, so I appreciated that because I really just thought that he was going to yes. be the Silver Samurai and just stand there and throw shit. Uh, and that's not what happened. I, I do feel the overall plot was just so-so. Yeah, uh, you know, it was a bit muddled. The but. Um, and it also it felt like it ended abruptly. Yeah. Like it was just like d- done, and then it was over. And it was, well, you know, no, no real wrap up. Like, yeah. And I'm not wondering if that was supposed to be intentional. It obviously felt like, oh, we're setting it up for a sequel. A bit. Pro- provided yeah. it, it does well. <laughs> provided this isn't just an given utter, how many people there were here tonight. Yeah, right. <laughs> given how many people there were here tonight, I feel like the movie is going to do well despite what critics have told us. Because. Um, a lot of people about. Yes. Way too many for my liking. <laughs> there's there's a reason we do Cineblokes on Thursday nights and not Fridays. Yes. We had... There was there was a couple or a trio. I'm not quite sure because there was three of them at once in two seats. And right before the preview started, she's like, can you hold these seats for us? And we're like, all right, you know, we're good blokes, so we'll do it. And they never fucking came never back. Never fucking came back. <laughs> The movie was starting, and he was using his popcorn as like a seat saver. And and I looked over at Nigel. I was like, Nigel, just fucking take your shit back. Just just keep it. They're not coming back. What, what a utter cunt. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. What a bastard. Ah, so <laughs> that I think what we're trying to say is that 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Shall we give it a we give it a rating? I'll, I'll give it a rating. I would say on uh, a scale of ruined childhood uh, to uh, pure nostalgia, uh, I would say it's probably a bit somewhere in the middle, uh, in between those two things. I, I don't feel like uh, everything I've done as a kid has been ruined by Michael Bay. Uh, but I also don't feel that it was, you know, a, a direct, you know, nostalgic film. But it's a happy medium. I, I feel like my child is happy, and there's just enough nostalgia for me to not hate it. Alright, fair, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I've, similarly, I feel I'm going to give it 7 out of 10 cowabungas. Nice. Um, you know, it, Very good rating. It, it, uh, it wasn't, yeah, again, it was not the greatest Ninja Turtle film I've seen, but it was infinitely better than I was led yes. to believe that it was going to be. And, uh, you know, this was a second showing for me, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it on a second watch-through, so I recommend that you do try to see it in the theatre if you enjoy the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. If you're more, you know, if you could take them and leave them, yeah. perhaps if, you if wait. If you are a fan... Perhaps you wait on that. If you are a fan, then uh, it, it, it's worth it to see... Just to kind of see where that franchise is going. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Right. Well, uh, we're out of time. All right. Uh, we're a bit overtime, actually. There's a lot to talk about. We get paid double for that. Yeah, do we? Yeah, I'll tack an extra zero on. Oh, so wait, we're getting paid? <laughs> Since when? I'm going to take your salary and double it, which is fortunately still nothing. So. Uh, Where's my pounds? How about a quid? No? Oh, I'll take a quid. I'll, I'll take a quid. <laughs> uh, this has been Cineblokes. I'm Nigel Wentworth. And I'm Benjamin Baker. And we will see you after the next film.